Yay! <laughs> Starting out with some energy. With energy? I got coffee this time. I, well, well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's coffee, coffee break. break. We're here. We almost canceled this episode. We almost did. Uh, both of us have had head colds. They're definitely head colds. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> I got a nasty cough. Yeah, we both have uh, some pretty bad coughs. Uh, if we cough during this podcast, sorry. We'll do our best to turn as far away from the mic as we can. I, w- I recorded audio today. No, no, no. You guys want that ASMR stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hacking up along, <laughs> like, dead ass into the mic. I was recording audio today, and I got to a part where... Oh, the air conditioner's running. Sorry, it's bothering Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We're very professional here. I got to a part in my audio where I was flabbergasted. And I, uh, my stutter kicked in, and I was just, like, babbling and stuttering, and then I, it, it happened so much, a cough crept in, so it just sounded like my own voice was trying to kill me. It was like, <laughs> it's over. I'm, I'm finishing this for you. <laughs> my right nostril just keeps dripping. Ew. I'm fine until I lay down. The moment I lay down, suddenly it all just, like, gushes back into my brain. Yep. Oh, <laughs> massive fatigue. Yes. Um... God, it was a tough day. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Been a tough couple of days. Sorry. Obviously, this is a late recording. We were enjoying our Monday. Mm-hmm. Happy Labor Day. Because uh, we over-enjoyed Sunday. Some of us did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> we watched a lot of movies on Sunday. We did, which was pretty fun. Was... Didn't want to go out because we're sick and it's a lot cheaper to stay in. Mm-hmm. Just to see some... We watched some good old classics on, on Sunday. We did, but first we started out with The Lost City. We did, yeah, that one that just came out with, what's her name? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, Danny Radcliffe. Channing uh, Tatum. Channing Tatum. And they, Brad Pitt is listed in like the trailers and stuff, but he's barely in it. <laughs> they kill him off. Yeah. And this movie's old now. It came out, what, spring? Yeah, it's that was an early one for this year, huh? Yeah. Like yeah. around March or April. And it, it was good. I liked it. The, my biggest problem was it's... <laughs> It's a romance film. Yeah, it's just a typical rom-com. It does literally everything you expect it to. It did the one thing I didn't want it to do. Mm-hmm. They fall in love at the end. And, and I had said while watching it, the best way to end this is if they just become friends. Yeah, but... Nope. Nope. It didn't happen. I, I do think more movies should focus on like forming friendships between male and female characters. That was With, the most natural way to go. Without the intention of them, like, dating. No, <laughs> no, that character looks like a cougar. Yes, because she also looks way older than Channing Tatum. And I know they're not, actually, too far apart in age. It's about ten years. Oh, well, but yeah, her, her plastic surgery. Sandra Bullock used to be so pretty, and now she looks so bad. <laughs> she it, fucked her nose up. <laughs> if you want to see a really pretty Sandra Bullock, I would say watch... Uh, Demolition Man, starring Wesley Snipes and what? Sylvester Stallone. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what a fuck! <laughs> it's it's a crazy '80s movie where Sylvester Stallone is a cop and he's chasing down this criminal, Wesley Snipes. Right? And she's and, in it. Wait. Okay. They go into the future. That is for the, no reason that is but the, plot, the further this it? plot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when we watched um last week 
uh, Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting literal magic to start happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 80s movies can just get weird. If you want to see pretty Sandra Bullock, uh, she's also in, if you want to stick with the 80s action genre, she's also in um, uh, Speed? Is that what that one's called? With Keanu Reeves? Oh, yeah, God, that was such a dumb movie. I, I thought that one was good. Or you could... I, I love... I love in speed, so what is it about? It's about driving a car not being able to stop it. Or a bus, right? It is a fu- that part's fun. They finally stop the bus. I know, there's like then a- they get on a train, and guess what they do with the train? <laughs> <laughs> this is still the same movie, and you're like, oh, God. And them being on the bus is fine. So, like, our collectively of things that happened before or after the once they stopped super bland once they stopped the bus that should have been the end of the movie yeah but that train scene did not need to happen hey hey if you like this content please subscribe you can leave a comment like it we're also on anchor we're on anchor both of our podcasts are on anchor so if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch youtube you can find us there it also works on spotify as well yep thank you thanks I think a lot of people, like the writers, were like, we didn't want the train thing, but then some executive was like, more! There needs to be more! Blah. So the train goes off out of control. Mm-hmm. In order to stop it, what's the most logical thing to do with passengers inside? What do they do? Smash it into a road stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> destroying the train, threatening everyone's oh, lives. They're, they're totally fine. It's fine. They're, look, that's, did you hear that? That was speed outside. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Uh, if you actually want a Sandra Bullock movie, just watch Miss Congeniality. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Wow, really? Yeah. I There's don't... some girl, like, chick flicks that I haven't watched yet. I... Like, Notting Hill? What is Notting Hill? I don't know, but I want to watch it. Okay, maybe we'll have a good chick flick day. <laughs> we'll watch Miss Congeniality and figure out what the fuck Notting Hill... Watch it be nothing. You, you know what movies I enjoyed? Hmm. Uh... Reese Witherspoon, Legally Blonde. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually enjoyed them. Pointless, dumb, <coughs> you don't learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I just like that 90s genre where they just tell stories and you're like, what does this do with I, me? I guess that most of the lesson is um, just because she's blonde does not mean she's dumb. Yeah. She acts yeah. dumb. Yeah. Uh, I like Mean Girls. Mean Girls is fun. Yeah, that would be another one of those, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then we watched... What was that noise? I don't know. Maybe it was a ghost. Maybe it was a dog. Huh. Who knows? <laughs> then we watched uh, Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Because it's a spooky season. Getting ready for spooky stuff. Woo! <laughs> oh, and... It's a fun... Just a fun romp. A good time. <laughs> I grew up with Hocus Pocus. I had it on VHS. I did not. I uh, I saw it sometimes on TV. Yep. But um, my parents hated it. <laughs> well, they hate... Uh, Bette Midler. <laughs> yeah, Bette Midler, who plays uh, the main Sanderson sister. Winnie. Winnie, yep. Uh, as a kid, I always had a crush on Sarah Jessica Parker. She's really cute. I like it when she eats the spider. <laughs> and you just see all the legs sticking out. It's cute. <laughs> Something I caught on to this last time watching that I never realized before. What? The, the two sisters, Mary and... Sarah. Sarah, yeah. They're, like, themed. They have themes with them. Uh, the thing is that Sarah's like a cat, and Mary's like a dog. Mm-hmm. That's why Mary can sniff out children, and she, like, growls and barks sometimes. Yep. And she, like, like eats rat's tail. The other one, she eats rat tails and stuff like that. Yep. I never caught on to that until this latest time. <laughs> I didn't think about them like that. Um, 
great movie, fun. Who knew his name was Thackeray? I'll never get over that. <laughs> also, I always thought it was Zachary. It's uh, Jason. Yes. He's a, a 10 out of 10 voice actor. He's yes. also Kovu in Lion King 2. He does lots <laughs> of shit. <laughs> Anyways, Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, there's going to be the sequel coming out soon. I get meatballs tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the sequel. Because it comes out at the end of September. Mm-hmm. Which will probably be episode 51 of Coffee Break. Yeah, because we're, we we're are... going to take a two-week hiatus after next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just to clear our minds. Which sucks because Disney uh, D23, their expo, where mm-hmm. they show off all the stuff they want to work on this next year, mm-hmm. is coming out in during that time. Damn. So, episode 51 is going to be jam-packed. Honestly, there's no good time to take a hiatus, but we do need to take a hiatus. Yes. <laughs> We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> uh... Hocus Pocus is a great film. It's really good. It's scary at times. It's funny. It's really creepy. Gross. The effects on the book with its eye opening. Yes. Still really good. Uh, you're always a little afraid of the boyfriend. Yeah, Billy. Billy. Yeah. And then you find out that he's actually like a good guy. Is that, well, probably the funniest scene is when he cuts his mouth open and he just starts like picking on. He starts insulting Winnie. <laughs> <coughs> Go to hell, you hag. <laughs> and he's like holding Max because he was using Max's knife. And Max just has this look on his face like, oh, oh, Yeah, no. just don't breathe on me. <laughs> and uh, there's no reason to have a sequel. Mm-mm. It's a good from start to finish. We definitely don't need a sequel 30 years later. It's definitely one of those things where it's like, here's our uh, cash grab. Yeah. And what they're going to do with this sequel is do a prequel sequel yeah so we're back to the shenanigans of kids awakening them Mm -hmm. i don't know how after they got destroyed and obliterated yeah i have very low expectations and the prequel stuff sure we're gonna see how they become witches i expect it to be you know um the latest like uh home alone that came out last year Home Sweet Home Alone. I like that one. I did too. But that like, kid straight up almost killed them. Yeah, he's violent. <laughs> um, they, there's a moment where the parents who are attacking him, mm-hmm. the chandelier drops and almost kills one of them, and they're like, yeah. okay, we, we got to stop this. This has gone too far. I, yeah, I expected it to be like that, where it's like, oh, that's fine. That's a decent enough scene. Nothing spectacular yeah. compared to the classics, but it'll be good. <laughs> Speaking of, there's I heard about a new movie that's coming out. It's the guy who made... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline. Mm-hmm. And he's teaming up with Jordan Peele, and they're doing a stop-motion thing. And I've seen, like, screenshots and stuff, a little bit of animation. Isn't Keegan-Michael Key in this? I think so, and yes. Him and Jordan Peele are reuniting? I think, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> it looks neat. I want to check it out. <laughs> Did you like Key and Peele? Yeah, it was fine. That was something that came out, like, a... You have to remember, that show is from, like, 2014, 2015. Yeah, when I didn't have TV, so I never watched it. I've seen clips. Yeah, so going back to it, it was like, it, you can tell. It was it's very 2015-era humor. Yes. <laughs> it's still good. Some of them are still hilarious. The mattress one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where they just keep jumping on all the mattresses. Yep. And the guy's <laughs> like, no, you gotta go. <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird that Peel went off to become this director for horror film. Yeah. And uh And Keegan's still just doing weird wacky stuff. Yeah. 
you know. So after we finished Hocus Pocus, Disney offered to make us watch Nightmare before Christmas, in which I was like, no. Yes. <laughs> That's way too early. Too soon for that one. <laughs> and uh, we went to The Lion King. Yeah, we rewatched Lion King. We watched the original. Yeah. Not that live action one. And I still have my big problem with it. What's your big problem with it? The version that's on Disney Plus is not the restored version. Oh my god, we're and really doing this? <laughs> there's a song that got cut from the original version Ugh. called The Morning Report. Mm-hmm. Where the For gopher... For And there is <laughs> gopher in there. He's really small. Yeah. And so him and Zazu have a musical. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's dumb. Yeah, and while they're doing the musical, Simba is preparing the prounce on him yeah you get a more extended version of that and i like it i like adding that extra song in there i think it's good that's a kind of because the immediate next song it's not even like three minutes tops but the immediate next song is um i can't wait to be king yeah which is already like antics high energy goofy if we have the morning report it just slows everything down too long slows down the plot unnecessarily i would argue about this film, hmm. it's a good one. Beloved. For Won Academy Awards, yep, yep. right? The film, for me, doesn't pick up until Timon and Pumbaa show up. Okay. Interesting. Like, we deal with Simba and we see how his dad and the Pride Lands are. But then... Yeah, you're hearing stuff, too? Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and then he... He dies by Scar, right? Yep, yep, and Simba's yep. banished. That's when you really get to spend time with Simba and you get to learn about him. That's weird. Maybe it's I'm, I'm, I, I'm entranced by it from start to finish, you know? I, the moment you, that song starts and you see the sun rising on the horizon, that I'm just hooked. <laughs> mm. ah. Anyway, so what's happening this week? Okay, so <laughs> we're going to kick this right off with uh, Rosario Dawson, who's known to have played... Um, can't remember her character's name but she was in daredevil the defenders isn't it like caitlin or something i i don't remember something <laughs> uh hollywood reporter did an interview with her because she's currently playing uh, ahsoka mm-hmm. but the question was is she going to return for the new daredevil series uh born again right yeah. and she says some interesting things do you want to read it yeah it's quote Oh yeah, for sure. You don't even see her in the last tell Claire to go home moment on Lake... On Luke Cage. On Luke Cage. So what is that? You know, it's terrible. So yeah, I'd be super curious. But I'm just so stoked for everybody, though it's been a long time coming. I was really excited to... I was really excited to know that all of our shows are actually part of the MCU now with Charlie Cox and Vincent... Oh, Don... D'Onfrio. D'Onfrio. Coming over to these different projects now. So yeah, 18 episodes of Daredevil Born Again. I'm there. Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, they know where I am. End so, quote. <laughs> so that sounds like she's definitely going to be in the show. Nice. So I don't know what this show's going to be. It's called Born Again. Yeah, 18 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Are they going to say that Daredevil ends, the Netflix Daredevil ends because of the blip? Just a weird way to get out of that, and then he comes back from the blip. Maybe. That'd be an easy way to do it. And there's also rumors that his suit is going to be black and red. Yeah. And <laughs> She-Hulk, he'll have a yellow suit. He, which, going to She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode he has not three. shown up yet, nope, but not episode yet. three, how do you feel? 
I thought it was fine. I think the show's getting its footing, and uh, I like the direction we're going. I like this show. I do, too. I think, so far... This show, I thought I was going to hate. Yeah. And <laughs> after that episode, I was like, that was a fun episode. It seems like just episode one was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, because it's slowly it's just getting better. Episode one could have been an hour long, and I think that would have helped not only to like flesh out... Mostly just flesh out the comedy better, which was the biggest issue I had with episode one, was that it felt boring and rushed. <laughs> a lot of it is just her hanging out with Banner. Mm-hmm. Um... And I know I could tell they wanted to just, like, we don't care about the, like, superhero origins. We just want to get to the fun of her having her powers. She kind of just tells you that in the first sentence. I think we could have, honestly, I think we could have skipped the whole thing. But they showed it to us and, like, just get it done and out of the way, end of the episode. Now we can get into the real show. <laughs> so they had a cool little cameo with Megan the Stallion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone, if you haven't noticed online... Has freaked out over the end credits scene. Yeah, that's the only thing anyone's talking about. Is She-Hulk and Megan tweaking together. No, twerking. No, they're not tweaking. <laughs> that's a very different thing. People are tweaking. Twerking. They, they twerk. <coughs> yeah. I think it's... I, I do... I will agree. I think the moment is dumb. Just because I think twerking in general is kind of dumb. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's not... It's it, it, Twerking is not a thing people just do at random. And... Uh, I thought twerking died off, like, you know. No, it's still around. Twelve years ago. <laughs> it's still around. I think it was a dumb moment, but it was also just like the end credit gag. Moment. It's like flossing. That's still around. I guess, yeah. I literally watched a video. This was hilarious. This guy was dressed up as Michael Myers from Halloween, and there's this kid. <laughs> Have you seen this? Yeah. And the kid's just on the other side of the sidewalk, just staring at him, and they just start dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he's holding a knife, too, the whole time yeah, while he's doing he's, it. He's just he's, dancing he's in gotta, broad daylight. Gotta be in character. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we saw a picture, and you can find this online, that scene with her dancing next to Megan. Mm -hmm. That was her in the mocap suit. Yeah, she's in the mocap suit You the can time. see pictures of her doing her moves. Mm-hmm. Why is the CGI so bad? Because that's the biggest thing with the show, is the CGI looks awful. I feel sorry for the intern who had to animate She-Hulk's ass jiggling. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't know. You know, know. somebody had to. Because Banner looks fine. Bruce, I yeah. guess I should clarify. He looks, he looks a little too bright. Abomination looks fine. But she just He looks, looks a little too bright. I get, um, that's just a color thing. That's compositing. I don't know what it is. Something about her just never looks quite right. It's when she's in the interview <coughs> for the news mm -hmm. and she's talking. If you watch her mouth and her teeth, it doesn't work. It doesn't sink. Maybe there's, yeah, like a little bit of a delay or something. Yep. Damn. Well, I don't know. That, that's the biggest downside. I'd love to see them with like a actual quality animation for her. Yeah. There, there's only like six episodes. So at the end of this episode, they decide to develop a plot. Yeah, kinda. Where they want to steal her DNA. Yeah. And these guys have Asgardian uh, weapons. Which, if that's what they're doing, that's going to make the show go downhill. I like it being just wacky sitcom antics. Yeah. That, that was the best part was that... I don't want to... Courtroom drama, that it should have been. And that's kind of the thing. Everyone's like, oh, did, did you get turned down by the Avengers? And her thing is, oh, I don't want to be an Avenger. I just want to be a lawyer. And I, I like the... Especially if we're going to start diving into, like, the X-Men. 
the idea of people with superpowers who don't have to be government agents running around fighting baddies. They can just be other jobs with superpowers. And that's a fun enough story to tell. True. Uh, the government agent stuff. It's in Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's in Cap, obviously. Yeah. yeah uh, yep. Winter Soldier and Falcon. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's in Loki. Yeah, it's in all of them. Like, they all have to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. or around no. S.H.I.E.L.D. Moon Knight. Uh, he never dealt with them. No, I guess. But he still ran around and fought baddies. Well, what are you going <laughs> to do with the superhero store? I don't know. It's anything unique. <laughs> okay. I'll ask DC. Not all their stories are about people running around fighting baddies. <laughs> God, Birds of Prey. That's just a horrible movie. <laughs> okay, so this Friday... Disney Plus Day. I've actually been waiting for this. They've been delaying Thor Love and Thunder from being released. We did not see it in theaters. I'm going to be honest. Um, I did not know Disney Plus Day was a thing. It, this is three years of Disney Plus Day? I've, this is the first time I ever heard about it. It was like a week or two ago. <laughs> Should be the fourth year. Maybe. Anyways. Disney Plus has been around that long? Yeah. Their Fuck. first movie that they released was uh, Noel. I love Noel. Yep. That's a great movie. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> They're not just releasing Thor. They have Pinocchio, mm-hmm. which looks horrible. It does. That's Tom Hanks. Yeah. I I learned that today. I don't know. It just looks like they're trying too hard to just mimic exactly what they already did. Yeah. Which is always but, the problem. But with here's the thing. In things. mimicking it, the settings... Geppetto, mm-hmm. um, Jiminy Cricket, and the, what, what is she, just a fairy godmother? Yeah, the, the blue fairy. Yeah, right? They all look like they're counterparts from the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you look at Pinocchio, he looks even worse. He looks so, that's, it's always that, that's always the I thing. I don't like him. It's, with these Disney live actions, it's one of two camps. It's either completely different from the story Mm -hmm. and people get upset because it's completely different from their beloved story or it's like word for word exactly the same as the story which people get upset because it's like you didn't what's the point of making it live action but now uglier looking (laughs) yeah john favreau's lion king right i'll be honest there's a problem it doesn't have the morning report therefore it's not an exact And a lot of people don't like... I thought it was fine, but it is like just a beat-for-beat, beat exact retelling. There's one or two different scenes of the original Lion King. Yeah. I enjoyed Aladdin. I liked Aladdin, too. I liked it weirdly more than I thought I would. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna... Okay, here's a hot take. Controversial. This is gonna start fights. One, I think that's the better version of Aladdin. Okay. And I think... Will Smith is a better genie than Robin Williams. Well, thank you for listening to Coffee Break. We had a great time. Um, sorry this episode ran short. I will die on this hill. Yes, you be- will. <laughs> yes, you will. I think he's... Uh, listen, Robin's fine, but it's all just impressions. And oh, a lot of it's like impressions that you I... You can't beat a coked-up Robin Williams. You can. Will Smith did. No, Duh. No, Look at him. No, he's no, right there. No. <laughs> will Smith is... Two very different genies. I'll say that. Yes. I prefer Will Smith. I think Will Smith is actually funny. <laughs> Doesn't he slap Aladdin at some point? I don't know. 
Who cares? <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to release the making of Obi-Wan. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I want to see an hour-long documentary of just what Obi-Wan is like. I just love documentaries. I do, too. Documentaries are so... I had a dream about watching a cool documentary one time. And I was really disappointed when I woke up and it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, they're going to do a documentary for Thor. Love and Thunder. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Which I did a really cool thing where I watched uh, Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> this was a while ago. I watched Doctor Strange 2, and then I found an hour-long documentary on making it. I am glad that and, we're, like, documenting the making mm -hmm. of... And it was really fun to watch the movie and then watch the documentary. Mm-hmm. And you get more insight into why certain decisions were made. and. It's like, I remember... Like, getting a DVD, like a new DVD for, like, a movie. Like, let's say, like, I don't know, uh, what's an animated film that came out in the 2000s? Shrek? Sure. You get Shrek on DVD. That's not just the two hours that it takes to watch the film, because that's your whole weekend, because you can go through all the behind-the-scenes things. All and those, you got those games. special menus. You had those bad, like, usually trivia games. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great shit. Shrek's, I wanted to rewatch Shrek again. I had uh, Harry <laughs> Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on mm -hmm. DVD, and I had the special disc where I got the game with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a horrible game, and there was multiple paths that you could take, and I had no friends, so I just sat there, watched the movie, and then played the game, and I played it multiple times to get all the different nice. turns. Yeah. Nice, nice, uh, I had a similar thing, but it was the um, uh, Peter Pan 2. Do you remember that one where he abducts Wendy's daughter who yes, wants he's... to be an adult? Which is honestly a much more interesting plotline than three kids who just want to be kids and are kind of racist. <laughs> the best Peter Pan story ever told, and you can argue with me, but you're never going to win. Because mm -hmm, we all know the correct answer is. It's Hook. Yeah. Because a coked up Robin Williams... <laughs> Can't wait for the new book <coughs> reboot starring Will Smith. <laughs> God. Oh, I hope not. No, that's a great one. And mm -hmm. it's a Spielberg film. And you know what's the best thing about it? There's no little Shmi. there's no little white girl playing Tiger Lily. <laughs> like so many Peter Pan movies tend to do. I don't think Tiger Lily's in there. Yeah, they because they were smart enough to go, let's not. Be racist in this one. <laughs> yeah. If you were to remake it, you could bring in actual Native Americans. You could. Grab anyone from God. Reservation Dogs. <laughs> that Disney movie. <coughs> the animated one. I'm just thinking about when he meets the, the tribal people. How racist it is. It's really... Even as a kid, like as a four-year-old, I could tell that was super racist. <laughs> they also don't call them Native Americans. Mm-mm. And they are red. And they, oh my god. And they say, how? They do that, they do the thing, the like whooping thing. Yep. Which as a kid, I remember like everyone, like that was just a thing everyone did on the playground. And now I, as an adult, I look back and I'm like, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, it's fun to make the noises. It is fun, because that's the thing. Kids, they don't understand it. They just like making noises that yeah. sound interesting. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Oh, Reservation Dogs. Still going. Really still good. going strong. I'm really enjoying this season. It, It's a departure from the last season. But I think in a good way. It is. You spend more time with everyone in the town. Mm-hmm. 
And there's a lot of spiritualism going on. Yes. I think it's really finding its footing. Like, the first season was more a proof of concept, and now this next season is, like, where they really want to start taking the plot threads. Yes. And the direction of the show. Uh, watch Reservation Dogs. It's on Hulu. It's really good. <laughs> Taika Waititi is an executive producer, so if you need more things to sell you on it. <laughs> we like Taika Waititi, and that's why we're excited for Thor. He's great, yes. Um... Yeah, so that's Disney Plus Day. There are other things, but nothing interests me, like Frozen 2 sing-along edition. They're going to do, like, a and, Cars? Yeah, Cars oh, coming yeah. back. Um, <coughs> I saw a picture with Mater, and he had, like, a jetpack on him, and he was racing Lightning McQueen. Yeah. And I was like, cute, but I don't care. I can't believe that Larry the Cable Guy is still doing Mater. And I can't believe it's... Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's still, still doing Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. Get her done. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this next bullet point's yours. Okay, so, I, <coughs> there, okay, don't worry, darling. If you know anything about the film, especially film drama, you've definitely probably heard about this within the last 24 hours. So, all right. Do you remember, we saw the trailer for this a while ago. It's this... <coughs> Sorry, it's this, like, psychological thriller-looking thing, um, starring, who's the new Black Widow? Black Widow's sister. Oh, uh, Florence Pugh? Yes. Uh, it's starring her. It looks like... Plue? Plue. 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 Um, it's... Harry Styles is also in it. Uh, do you remember the... Does this... Is this the one with Chris Pine? Yes. And it was directed by Olivia Wilde. So, does that sound familiar? Yeah, I've seen pictures. I, I don't like that she's directing. Okay, so now you know... I don't like her acting. <coughs> you know the players in place. Can, can, for the drama. can I go off on Olivia really quick here? Sure. She's in X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, is she? She's one of the mutants, part of the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. No lines of dialogue because she can't act. Uh, apparently she can't direct either. It's <laughs> just horrible. And then... I saw her again in Tales of the Walking Dead, which is an ongoing series right now that are telling B-side stories of the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. So nothing about our characters. Yeah. Um, like Terry Crews is in an episode? Yes, and she's in that episode with him. I love Terry. <laughs> and Terry, not a great actor. No, no. Hold on. But, but he's got I heart. love him. <laughs> he's a fun actor. Yes. But what I'm talking about is being able to really deliver those lines. Mm -hmm. But in this episode, he didn't have to. Her? Trying her damn hardest, and I still just can't get past it. Yikes. <laughs> so... Just imagine spending an hour with a bad actor. Ugh. I have. <laughs> in a world that you actually enjoy. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So, so she's making this movie. And despite the fact that there's been, like, teasers and trailers and stuff, no one really knows what the premise of the movie is about, but she's directing it. So here's where the drama starts. Initially, it was supposed to star uh, Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <coughs> Shia LaBeouf. And, LaBeouf. And then suddenly he wasn't there anymore and he's been replaced with Harry Styles. And the rumor was that Olivia Wilde was going around saying she had to fire Shia. Because she has a no-assholes policy. She had to fire him. Then why'd you cast him? Well, turns out that's not true, because Shia LaBeouf came out and was like, No, I quit, and she begged me to stay. 
And he quit because he didn't like the direction of her, her mm. directing and stuff. Yeah. And she apparently begged him to stay, but he wouldn't do it. So right off the gate, Olivia is an ass. <laughs> yeah, we knew that. And she brought on Harry Styles, who uh, shortly after he was brought on, it came out that they were dating, actually. So everyone's like, oh, so you're fucking the director, and that's how you got this role, huh? <laughs> Doesn't she have a kid with John Mulaney? Yeah, I think so. Well, now she's fucking Harry Styles. At least she was. Gosh, she's a horrible person. By the end of production. You know why she got famous, right? No. Her looks. Yeah, that was it. That was it. By the end of production, her and Harry have have apparently split up. So they lasted long enough to fuck their way into stardom for this movie. (laughs) Apparently, Harry's acting is really terrible in the film. Okay. He's very wooden, is what I've heard. There's this clip from this interview. It's hilarious. It's just, you're, you're, you, Chris Pine is sitting next to Harry, and Chris Pine is leaning back, and he has this glazed, dead-eyed expression as he's staring off into the distance, hating everything, and next to him is Harry, and Harry says, quote, verbatim, this is exactly what Harry Styles says, I really like this movie because it feels like a movie. It's like a real film kind of movie. And you just sit there and look at Chris Pine, an actually acclaimed actor, sit there and listen to this fucking clown. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Pine. A good actor. Yes. (laughs) Does lots of weird roles. He does. Like, do you remember that time when he was Captain Kirk? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That was weird. Remember when he was uh, Wonder Woman's boyfriend? Yeah. Crazy, man. And now he's in D&D? Yeah. And apparently this shit show? <laughs> another another big drama piece about it was Olivia went out and said, this, this movie's about reaffirming female sex. It's about sex for women. We're bringing sex back to women. Meanwhile, Florence and Harry are sitting there going, it's not just about sex and we don't want people to just like dismiss everything about the characters to just be about and so everyone hates each other chris pine and harry hate each other everyone's upset and angry and uh they went to the venice film festival to like relaunch their big thing and halfway through um they were getting a, a standing ovation and halfway through florence just left (laughs) <laughs> and then everyone else left with her except for Olivia Wilde. Olivia stayed behind. <laughs> because she's indignant. This is, this is my movie. Wow. Okay. Apparently it's trash. <laughs> There's just way too much celebrity drama around it. <laughs> huh. We'll find out where that goes. That's not on the release radar. Um, I, I know it showed off in a festival. Usually it takes a little bit longer before they do a... Uh... I think it's next week or something? Mm, I didn't see it in there. Maybe a limited... I know there's... Like, some reviews are starting to come out, so it might be limited release for reviews and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently also during this... Uh, there's there's footage. It's hard to tell, but it looks like Harry spits on Chris Pine because he's angry at him or something. It's hard to tell, but I don't know. <laughs> 
Only Chris Pine just decks him right in the face, right? Chris Pine does that smile of, I know I could snap this boy in half if I wanted to. So I won't need to embarrass him right now. He did that plenty with, this movie is great because it's like a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Did we talk about House of the Dragon last week? Did we? Or did we just catch up? I don't remember anymore. (laughs) We did watch House of the Dragon. We've, We've caught up. With all three episodes that are out right now. What do you think? I like it a lot. It's It reminds me of like when Game of Thrones was good. <laughs> I was going to say, it reminds me a lot of Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> we did talk about House of the Dragon. We talked about the first two episodes. Yeah. I remember. Nice, nice. Oh yeah, we talked about the wigs. Yes. And the wigs. wigs are still bad. They are. The CG, man, they CG'd like a deer. Like a, like a stag, and both of them. Oof! Like it was like when the when he stabs the one, it's fine-ish because it's not. Did it's, you notice they weren't showing it? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this show loves hyper violence, like, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we literally watched the guy get castrated in the first episode. Right? I mean, we even saw her like stabbing the javelina, the boar. The boar. Yeah. yeah. But. <clears throat> Yeah, they were just hiding the CGI. It's when they're sitting there, they see, like, like this other deer walks up towards the end of the episode. The white stag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know what this intern was up to, but that's not what, like, deer look faces like. look like. Yeah, it's it looks like a, a little weird. A bit like a cat. <laughs> um, There was a lovely shot of King's Landing. Oof. Oof. If you guys know what I'm talking about, it's one of those... What are they called? Exterior shots? Yeah. Right? To help you reestablish that you are back here in this location. It looks like a PlayStation 2 loading screen. It's all CGI. (laughs) You couldn't even use a model. You couldn't even reuse footage from the Game of Thrones. Like, anything? Is it the Game of Thrones or a Game of Thrones? I think it's the Game of Thrones. I don't know. Like, they have... Like a two scale model of the city in his house, and they couldn't even use that. And they can't use that. They had <laughs> so yeah. the CG's almost as bad as She Hulk's, but the the rest of it's good. The dragons also they do look good. That is one thing that they did seem to put effort into is making the dragons look good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we got to see more warfare in this one at the end. Yes, I think this has been my favorite episode so far. It was less about politics stuff and more about, like, things are going into motion, politics yes. and war-wise. Yeah, yeah, oh, We got some interesting things to tackle later on. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that we made this new villain the crab feeder, right? Yeah. We don't know much about him. So he's definitely got some sort of disease. That's what I was wondering. Did he get burned by a dragon? I don't think so. Or is he just so messed up, and that's why he uses crabs to eat people? Yes, he has crabs that eat people. Yeah, he like uh, will like hammer people to, like the shoreline, and let the crabs crawl up and yeah. start eating them. It's a uh, which I don't think crabs would actually do. They would. Okay. All right. Sure, I believe it. <laughs> this this story has dragons. I can believe in crabs that eat people. <laughs> I. <clears throat> I thought we killed the guy off. I thought we were setting this up that cause he was going to be like some big warrior fight, right? No, I expected him to die pretty quickly. And then, but when Damon came out, he was covered in his blood, and that's why. Because I was like, he's going to get infected with whatever the fuck the crab feeder had. Oh, maybe he has that nasty disease that the yeah. king has. Oh, there was an animation goof someone caught in the episode. 
Um, so, you know, the king, his, like, fingers were, like, starting to rot away and stuff. Yeah. It's not in this episode. <laughs> I noticed that. Apparently, in one shot, you see him, like, handing something to someone. And it's brief, but you can see, like, the green screen around his fingers where they were supposed to end it onto that. And they didn't. Yeah. It's like that uh, that one time there was a Starbucks coffee. Yeah, and they had to go back and <laughs> change that. That was funny. Uh, I like House of the Dragon. I'm glad that this is going to be three or four seasons. Each season is ten episodes long. Mm-hmm. That's great, because Game of Thrones, I mean, I spent probably an hour and a half reading about Jon Snow. Yeah, just trying to remem- remember shit. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure out the lineage that connects Jon to Damon and... Uh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. The names. It's the names all over. Their names are so hard to remember, but... <laughs> It, hundreds of years have passed mm-hmm. in between them. Yeah, it's not like, it's, oh, and Rhaenyra pops out Daenerys as her baby. That's not gonna No, that's not how yeah. that works out. <laughs> this is a long time ago. <laughs> also, like, yeah, I don't want to get into the lore of it, but it was a lot of lore to go through. Mm-hmm. And just rereading about Jon, I didn't even finish the whole story. I was just like, I totally forgot he died. Yeah. And, and then they resurrected him? There's a lot of stuff in the middle of Game of Thrones that's hard to remember. Because there was a lot going on. That's when there was like 17 different plot threads. Like, and they very well executed, like, threading all of these different plot threads together. So they all meet at Winterfell. It worked. Um, you know, people make fun of the eighth season. And it, while it was definitely not as good, I thought it was still good. <laughs> it wraps up the story. It, yeah. It should have been two separate seasons. Yeah. The Long Night, what, it is like a two-hour episode. Mm-hmm. It's a long battle, but it was kind of anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, whatever. Hopefully, House of the Dragon it gets better. It's yeah. too. It's you know what amazes me? It's different guys. Like it's not the same people. Yet they got really close to it. it yeah, it feels a lot like it. Also, uh, George R. R. Martin mm-hmm. is working very closely with them on this one. Nice. He didn't really work too closely with them on Game of Thrones. Yeah. You can t- kind of tell. In fact, the ending of Game of Thrones, the television series, mm-hmm. is not the actual ending of his books. Yeah. Which he's yet to finish. Yeah, he'll make, like, a game. <laughs> he'll make Elden Ring, and he'll help with uh, House of the Dragon. And everyone's just in there being like, finish the story! Finish so, the last book! <laughs> so House of the Dragon, that book that it's part of, it there's much more to it. Mm-hmm. We're only reading, like, the last two books bits of that book he did he did a he did a tolkien and made literally yeah he went too far centuries worth of lore <laughs> and he uh he was supposed to just add in some of the targaryen's history to the actual books mm-hmm. but then it just kept expanding and he had already written smaller detailed versions of this mm-hmm. right and then he just started expanding them again storytellers they'll do that leave and them alone and suddenly they have an entire world so instead of finishing <laughs> game of thrones he just wrote this whole book about the targaryens i think it's called of fire and blood i understand wanting to like just get back into something different for a little bit yeah especially because with how monumental uh ice and fire is any kind of finale to it is going to be a big deal and that might be a bit daunting for him yeah. Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> Amazon. Similar, yeah. Rings of power. <laughs> we got Lord of the Rings battling Game of Thrones. 
right what? now How? in our lifetime. Yes, it's wacky. This is a great time to love high fantasies. It is. I'm, I'm on cloud nine. This is great. I'm in heaven. And <laughs> those first two episodes were awesome. They were really, really good. I liked them. I enjoyed them endlessly. And two or three? There's two of them. Oh. They're that long. Wow. That's the biggest thing. I remember we started it and the sun was still up and when we finished it, the sun had set. <laughs> when we were finishing it, we went to bed. <laughs> <coughs> it's um, it's the thing of when it's easy to compare House of the Dragon and Rings of Power because mm-hmm. they're both fantasy and they clearly have tons of inspirations from each other. Yep. Uh, when you really do put them next to each other, they you can tell how wildly different they are. They're in completely different stories. Well, yeah, the characters look different. Well, I mean, <laughs> from like a world point of view. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know too much about Westeros other than what I've... I, I Maybe I know a lot of Westeros. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, but I know Lord of the Rings. I know Middle-earth quite well. Mm-hmm. I have poured over the map a few times as a kid. I would say, if you, like, watch House of the Dragon and then go to Rings of Power expecting something like House of the Dragon, you're not going to find it. That That's another cool thing. Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon are violent. Mm-hmm. They'll show you blood. They'll talk about more deeper subjects. I mean, the guy got married to, like, a 14-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> but... Lord of the Rings doesn't do that stuff. Yeah. You know, you're fighting monsters. Scary, scary monsters. Mm-hmm. The effects are better in Rings of Power. They are. Way better right off the bat. So, <laughs> Rings of Power, this is not the story I thought it would be. Uh, I didn't know what to expect, really. I thought we were going to tell the story of Morgoth. No. And Morgoth's already dead <coughs> once you start that thing. Yeah, because there's like, there's like during the like opening preamble. <laughs> yeah. That, that winter kind of fortress mm-hmm. that's his throne really that's how fucking big he is fuck <laughs> he's the size of a mountain Ooh. and that's what i wanted to see is... would have been a cool story oh well <laughs> well okay we're gonna this story is gonna be about celebrimbor hell yeah uh and... you wouldn't know celebrimbor from watching lord of the rings no you wouldn't you would only know him if you read the books or you played the Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. Or Shadow of War, the sequel. He's the ghost that possesses you. Talon. Yeah. The ranger you play is Talon. Calibrimbor is the elf ghost that's... And he creates the rings except for the one ring. Yeah. Um, Sauron made that. But yes. we're going to watch Calibrimbor make put the these rings. rings together makes the name of the show make a lot more sense <laughs> yes i know okay i kind of figured it would be about the rings <laughs> we're not gonna oh my god this series would probably end with him making the one ring maybe because this one is also supposed to be like it's only supposed to be five seasons long and they have the whole thing planned out yeah five seasons is a lot of seasons i don't know I like it. There are things... So I know. I, think about it. In five years, we'll finally be finishing this story. I know. It's going to be crazy. Five years. That is one thing. It's weird seeing uh, Lord of the Rings in such a slow pace. Because, you know, Lord of the Rings currently only exists either as book or movie. And so a TV show is such a different pace from, like, the movies, which is what I'm most used to. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It's also cool to see someone else attempt instead of Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing a great job. Uh, the only like I, the one I have the hardest time getting into is Galadriel. I like her. I think she's really cool. 
She's a really cool character. I just have a really hard time looking at this, like, super, like, go get em, angry, like, headstrong girl and think about the, like, iridescent, always calm and demure godlike figure from the films. <laughs> they, it seems like a very big arc is going to happen for her to get yeah, from point point B. Yeah, I was going to say, B. what do you think this story's <laughs> going to tell you? I guess, yeah. Um... I like the casting. Mm-hmm. Very bold and brave. Yes. Uh, Elrond looks like a weird guy. I like Elrond. I think he looks great. <laughs> and at first I thought, uh, Matt Stone? Who? Damon from uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he looks weird. But when I was looking at Elrond's new actor, I was like, God, you look even weirder. He's got some really high, like, uh, cheekbones. Yes. Very prominent chin. He looks like, like, I, I would believe he would become Hugo Weaving. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just like, this guy looks weird but familiar. If you're a fan of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can't remember the actor's name, but... He plays a wrong, a young Rob Stark. Yeah. Which you see him in a flashback scene in season six or seven. Yeah. He's barely there, but he does play him. This this actor transcends fantasy realms. <laughs> Another funny thing is uh, the father, the king in House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Iphis. Ryan Iphis. He, uh, Luna Lovegood's dad. Luna Lovegood's dad. And he also played the lizard in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he shows up briefly as a CGI character in, uh, No Way Home. Yeah, he does the voicing for him still. He has, like, three lines of dialogue. He did voice him? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he couldn't voice him the whole time because he was too busy being the king. Yes, true. I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying both shows. Yeah. I'm, I'm jazzed. (laughs) I'm not gonna put any speculations on Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to read ahead. I've already spoiled all of House of Dragon for myself. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) Oh, you read it too? Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be fun. It will be. I'm excited. Um, But yeah, Lord of the Rings, I just... I just want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like I know what happens with Lord of the Rings. And that's I know what happens with House of Dragon, but... To find the greater details of the story. Mm -hmm. My one concern about Rings of Power is that kid Theo... And he's holding that sword, which, Uh how did you come across that, and why are you touching it? What did you? It's drawing your blood from your body. Theo doesn't seem of totally sound mind. No, Um. he's pretty dumb. (coughs) Don't know what's going to happen to that kid, but it's not going to be good. No. (laughs) No. Well, he's got that elf hunting him. Oh, so... So the, the, the man who fell from the sky, the comic oh, man, oh. rocket man, who do you think that is? Gandalf. You think that's Gandalf? Yep. I think it's Radagast. So we both agree it's probably a wizard. Which one? <laughs> well, the wizards are celestial beings. Mm-hmm. Um, Gandalf kind of mentions this in the uh, Return of the King, hmm. where he's describing death. Yeah. Right? And that he comes back to his body. Yeah, that's a... Then he, um... He mentions something about, uh... His body is only so old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he mentions that, yeah, he, that's not his true form. Yeah, they get reborn. 
like they don't really die they become reborn yeah right now they they look like humans to us mm-hmm. but that's not their actual like what they actually are they they're just like yeah, little they're... specks of light they're angels yeah they're demigods essentially and tolkien was a uh, religious man um no i think it's radagast i'm i it's think it's kind of tall for radagast i don't know radagast could shrink try to fit more like the uh the harfeet harfoots harfoots shrink himself down a little so bit. how do you feel about the harfoots i uh i think they're they're my favorite part nice honestly i like them very uh willow-esque they it is like the perfect fusion of like the shire hobbits and, and willow, willow. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm talking about willow and his people at the beginning of the movie another um, great one that Another one's gonna happen. Rip off. Uh, yep. Like and once these are wrapping up, Willow's gonna be just starting. Like yeah. shortly after. Yeah. All the fantasy. Yay. Also, more Star Wars is coming. Oh yeah, with Andor. Yep. Not only good. It's happened. Those dog days of summer, the doldrums, they're over. We're in it now. We're in the trenches. <laughs> so the dog days are over. Yeah. The dog days are gone. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Brendan Fraser. He Brandon never left. Well, True fans know he never left. <coughs> I like him in Tomb Patrol. He's really good in Tomb Patrol. <laughs> What's his character's name? Clay? Uh, Mr. What is his character's name? What's anyone's name? Robot Man. Well, I know he's Robot Man. What is his character's name? Hmm. I only remember there's Larry. Reva. Reva. Cyborg. Cyborg. Um, Jane. And Jane. What is his name? We're trying to remember his human name. Um, he had also done a small Brennan, yeah, did a small role, supporting role in that one noir drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the no sudden moves. Don Cheadle was in it. Remember that? Yes, and uh, K- Kirk Kierlin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kierlin. Culkin? Karen Culkin? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. God. We're doing our heart. We're, listen, we can remember all the fantasy fucking names. Why don't we talk about real people? <laughs> it's hard to remember. Anyways, Brendan Fraser just had a new movie released in the... It's the Venice Festival, right? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't think it was Venice. Anyways, it's directed by uh, Darren Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Is The Whale? It's called The Whale. It's based on a stage play. The guy who wrote the stage play wrote the screenplay. Nice. And it's about a morbidly obese man confined to a wheelchair trying to live his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's trying to connect closer to his daughter, who's played by someone from Stranger Things. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a really happy-go-lucky type film. If you look at photos of it... Uh, yeah, it's very dark. And, I, uh, and Darren Arnosky, he's known for lovely films like... What is that one called? Requiem for a Dream? Ooh! And uh, Black Swan. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, this is one that I don't think I'm going to want to watch. I probably won't watch it. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> I might watch it. I don't know. I'd I just rather... know I'm just going to walk away depressed. So that's the thing. And I don't want to see Brendan like that because I love him. Mr. Fraser. he's too sweet. And I want to see him happy. It was really nice. He got a six-minute standing ovation. And he cried. Him. He did. Uh, because everyone loves him. And he should know that everyone loves him. <laughs> did you see The Rock? 
tweeted at him. What did he say? He said congratulations, you know, and thanked him because The Rock, his very first Hollywood film is The Mummy Returns, where he plays the Scorpion King. Oof. So long. There's ago. a there's a drawback. It's a bad movie. <laughs> if, if you thought the She-Hulk CG was bad, <laughs> yes, he's <clears throat> horrifying looking. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad that Brendan's back. Um, oh, also the directors of the canceled Batgirl have congratulated him because he was also going to be Firefly, which I was really excited to see him be a villain, other than the mafia guy. <laughs> he wasn't even really a villain. Everyone's a... villains when it comes to mafia. No. There's yes. good guys. Oh, when? And cops. <laughs> Is that a quote? No. It should be. <laughs> Just get a shirt. There's good guys what? and cops. Put that in any mafia movie, and that would sell. <laughs> <coughs> okay, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery making it back on my list because I hate them so much. What do we do this time? I pissed in my cereal. No, um, <laughs> they're trying to look for a new Kevin uh, Feig, right? Yeah. Kevin Feig. Feige. Feige. I don't know. Everyone says it differently. You know, I get onto TikTok look, and I watch Kev. all these things and half the time none of them can ever fucking agree on how to announce someone's name. <laughs> Kevin runs the MCU. He's got it all planned out. Warner Brothers Discovery wants someone just like that. To figure out the DCEU. No, it doesn't. Stop trying to mimic Marvel. Stop. So they went through a long list and they found a guy. Yeah. And his name is Dan Lin. Now, you don't know him by name. Nope. Dan Lin is mostly a producer. Okay. He is known for producing the Lego movies. Okay. He produced Aladdin. Okay. Um... He's going to do the new Lilo and Stitch live action. Nice. So, okay. Catching uh, a theme here. He also produced uh, the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Anyways, he came to Warner Brothers because he works with them uh, sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And him and his production company could not reach an agreement with Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh-oh. So he left. Damn. I knew it. Warner, Warner Brothers and They can't get it right. No. Didn't they make Fanforstic Warner Brothers? No, that was Fox. Damn. <laughs> that that empire got toppled. God. <laughs> For good reason, yeah. too. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up that now they're back to the search and it's like Just don't. You don't need to do what Marvel did. You don't need an an entire twenty year long enterprise. I, just I make good movies. I don't think you save it. No. What are you gonna do? Bring back Jared Leto? Are we going to still have Rob- Margot Robbie? fucking put that energy into the universe? <laughs> I am a firm believer that if you say dumb shit like that, bringing Jared Leto back as the Joker... They haven't officially got rid of him. We just have two talking. other random Jokers. <laughs> There's going to be a... How many Batman are there? <laughs> Joker, No Way Home. <laughs> Just all three of them. And then Jack Nicholson shows up at the end. Into the Jokerverse. <laughs> and then they just look at a tombstone of Heath Ledger. No. <laughs> Sad. Probably the Heath part. Not in there. <coughs> um, Yeah. The, the... 
Just kill this thing. Yeah, it's not. Just stop trying to mimic Marvel. Every time you do, you fail. So there, just do do your own thing and do it good. Back to Warner Brothers Discovery. I'm amazed that they greenlit this since they're broke. <laughs> I wonder why they went broke. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Legendary, the production company. Mm-hmm. They used to have a big deal with Warner Brothers. Um, that deal, it was a contract. It ran out a few years ago. They now work with Universal. Okay. Um, but they will come back to do uh, the MonsterVerse films, which is Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah. So this week, or this weekend, they just randomly announced a sequel to Godzilla and King Kong. I'm excited. I like it these movies. It <laughs> begins filming this November. We don't know much about it. Like, we don't know who they're fighting or anything. That's a new threat. That's all we got. Which yeah. is like, okay, well, that's that, every plot. That narrows it down. <laughs> uh, the director of King Kong versus Godzilla is coming back. Oh, really? Uh, that girl scientist who used to be with Ken Watatabe. She's in the movies. Yeah, yeah. She's coming back. Damn, I wanted it to be the director of King of Monsters coming back. I think he's busy. God damn. Making other really amazing films. That's a good one. That's so beautiful. That He perfectly figured out how to do the grandeur of the monsters. God damn. <laughs> my, my favorite shot of King of the Monsters mm -hmm. is Rodan on the volcano. And you see the cross before him. That's a good one. And it's like... Uh, yeah. King Ghidorah being birthed for the first time. And you just see... Like, you hear the, the like, charging noises. Yeah. The doo -doo 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 -doo. As, and you, it pans up. And you can see his wings outlined against the, like, lightning from the sky. And you see his three heads charging up the light. Oh, God. That's the thing. The director of King Monsters really knows how to play with the rule of thirds and break all the rules. To exemplify the bigness of the monsters. Mm -hmm. Damn. Uh, I'll still watch this. It'll still be fun. <laughs> Isn't that the one where Godzilla tries to get on the ship? Uh, no. Or is that King Kong? I think that's King Kong. Okay. Yeah. So I remember he was like trying to dock, <laughs> like get aboard a, an aircraft carrier. Yeah, because he was trying to, he's trying to get to Kong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that. Oh, so good. I would hate to be on that boat. God. I would love it. I like kaiju. Why? I like kaiju. <laughs> You're stuck in the middle of the ocean but, with two titans duking it out? Well, if I die, uh, what a way to go. <laughs> You're getting to see things that are infinitely bigger than me having battles. Also, the liability if Godzilla charges up his atomic blast, right? And he's about to hit Kong and Kong punches him in the face and that moves Godzilla's head. And now he's just shooting this beam. Wouldn't be... Wouldn't... Being near Godzilla give you radiation. <laughs> like, exposed to radiation. Just being near Godzilla. <laughs> wow. Is Godzilla a problem? Yes. Is that That's literally the entire, like, premise of Godzilla. <laughs> nah, I like him. I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> I'm excited that there's another one. Actually, my, I lied. My favorite is uh, Scylla, which is the giant spider that pops out of Tucson. Oh, but I know for a fact we're never going to see her again. <laughs> Sedona. Sedona? Yeah. Close. Whatever. <laughs> the no, it's not. They're near each other. They're like five hours away. That's fine. One's a shithole like ghetto. That's like a two minute. The other minute. one's like a spiritual retreat. <laughs> it's like a two minute walk for something that size. <laughs> Note, if you find yourself in Tucson, Arizona, leave. <laughs> if you're in Tucson, Arizona... 
leave. Isn't that where um the uh, the OK Corral is? No, that's where? Tombstone. Damn, they're all the same <laughs> in my head. <laughs> one's a ghost town, they, the other one's a ghetto. They all just look like empty <laughs> deserts to me. <laughs> okay, Netflix. Ugh, this is this all is you. yeah, this is all me. <laughs> um, last night I watched some Netflix. They're not coming out with too much new stuff. Of course, comedy specials. But they did drop a new movie of Kevin Hart and Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. Called Me Time. I watched it. I didn't. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it. It's a dumb guy's comedy. I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I don't want to support he's Mark He's barely Wahlberg. in the movie. Still. <laughs> it's also funny that he's hanging out with <coughs> Kevin Hart, who's supposed to be his childhood best friend. And I was like, eh, in your childhood, you kind of did some other stuff. Ooh. <laughs> if you don't believe me, look it up. That's, and, that's, and you wonder why I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I watched <laughs> it for Kevin, okay? And Andrew Santino. <laughs> and I got Andrew Santino in there. <laughs> who's the crazy redhead guy, and I really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, also another comedian. The movie was fine. It ended the way I thought it would. Stupid. Pointless. Similar to uh, Lost City. It's what you thought it was. Yeah, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. I looked it up before we recorded this. And IMDb gave it a 5 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 25%. And Rotten Tomatoes, being as gracious as they are, gave it a 7%. Damn. It's 7. It looks... Real bad. It just looks boring. It looks basic. Seven. Yeah. It Ouch. looks like a seven. Sorry. Kevin I Hart... I didn't think it was a seven, though. Kevin I Hart, thought it was better than that. He can be hilarious. You know? Fucking Jumanji. Hilarious. Ten out of ten. He's one of the funniest parts. I don't know. This just looks real... Like, like first drafty. <laughs> Uh, there was definitely some rewrites. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it wasn't worth it. But if you need something to watch and something to just turn your brain off to, I would totally recommend it. Alright. You know, there's always going to be some crappy, just dumb movies out there. And that's exactly what it is. Alright. And then... Okay, and then I, you watch something else. <laughs> then I watch something else. And I watched the first two episodes of it. It's a limited series on Netflix called Devil in Ohio. It's about a woman. I hate the actress. I don't remember her name. She's from Bones. Yeah, she's the lead girl from Bones. I don't like her. She's not great. I don't know if she's a nurse. The more I think about it, I'm not too sure exactly what she is. In the story? Yeah. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good show. Because here's the thing. They're supposed to... The premise is that they find a girl who's been obviously tortured and abused... Mm-hmm. And they find out that she's being tortured and abused by Satanists. Yeah. So this family is basically, they bring her in to keep her safe. And you see these Satanists walking around impersonating cops and whatever, but they haven't done anything cool. They're not actually doing anything satanic. <laughs> They're just being creepy stalkers. What? what? And so the only thing of Satanism that I got out of that show, besides wasting two hours of my fucking life, <laughs> was uh, on the back of this girl that they rescue, they had carved, someone carved the uh, the pentagram in her. And that's it? That's not really satanic to Also, me. that's not something, that's not something, like, you can tell just some 
like white woman. Yeah, how'd you figure that out? Who doesn't know what Satanists actually do or believe in? Yeah. Because <laughs> here's a here's a little tip, everybody. Satanists don't think Satan is real. <laughs> They're not the, like devil worshippers. Your grandmother thinks they are. <laughs> and see, I was hoping to find these you know, black magic kind of things yeah. here in Go the story. Yeah, ham on, like, witches and shit. I didn't get any of that. I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm sure eventually they would show up. The scariest representation I've ever seen of Satanists, mm -hmm. those really evil ones, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the typical ones you see. There's there's two rep two times I've seen it well done where they're actually terrifying. Hmm. Uh, starry Eyes. I don't know. It's a... A really low budget horror film. Damn, the low budget ones tend to be really scary. Where because they can just do whatever they want. <laughs> this uh, actress, she wants to be an actress, but she's a waitress. She wants to get into Hollywood, and uh, she gets invited to this like place to be inducted. Uh -huh. Right, and um, yeah, everyone's dressed up in their cloaks and their masks. Yeah, which is and she's got to do some <laughs> sexual favors. But here's the thing: whatever they did to her, uh -huh. it makes her demonic she starts killing people she's flesh is rotting off that's weird oh dude it's mm -hmm. awesome they filmed it in like one week yeah <laughs> it's actually a really scary movie it's really good what's the other one the other one was the first season of true detective oh that was a good one were they satanists mm-hmm okay they were doing horrible things that's a really good true but very scary yes <laughs> very very scary and those are great representations. So I was very disappointed with Netflix. I liked um, Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the first. Okay, few they started really good. They did. I want to watch Yellow Jackets. It seems like something I would enjoy. It seems like what I want. <laughs> yeah. We don't. I don't want to pay for the Paramount Plus or whatever. <laughs> it stars. Whatever. So box office trolls. Box office trolls. Hell yeah. Okay, last week. I kind of forgot to add it, so we just kind of randomly shoved it back in there. Mm -hmm. And this week, I did not forget it, but there was something we talked about last week, and there are no new movies coming out this week. Nope. There are, but... Nothing nothing that anyone expected to be in the box office. And we're starting to see more horror films, spooky seasons upon us, and... Yeah. You ready? So, we had talked about the the potential of no new movies coming out. Uh-huh. So, what happens to the box office? Uh, they, they rearrange. So, now it's, it's rather than that first week hype, it becomes what people actually just want to go and see at the theaters. It really does become the popularity contest with the box office top ten. So, what's number one? <laughs> Say it. This is insane. <laughs> this is crazy. I did not think I was going to live through this in my life, nor did I think this film was going to be this successful. No. Top Gun Maverick is number one. Again, baby! 15 weeks in the box office. It's up 27%. It made $6 million over the weekend. It's in 151 more theaters? Yeah. What? <laughs> 15. Can can you not rent people this are, yet? <laughs> no. People are going back to rewatch it. Damn. They like it that much. Paramount is just fucking <laughs> running away with it this year. 
Top Gun Maverick it's is been... the fifth highest grossing film of all time. It has stayed consistently in the top ten since like July. Since <laughs> yeah, when it came out. Yeah. It's, it's just dominating. <laughs> Number two is Bullet Train. I saw this funny thing. It's uh, <coughs> the Bullet Train usually. I don't remember which two cities he's going between. Uh, Tokyo and Kyoto. Yeah. Usually it's like a two and a half hour long adventure on this bullet train. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie, it's like a 12 hour overnight thing. Because, and it was, quote, Americans don't know how, like, light rails work. <laughs> I was talking to a friend who saw it about that, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, they wanted to drag out the story. Uh, he compared it to a Quentin Tarantino film where you get to learn about all the characters. It looks it. Before you move on. Mm-hmm. Or Kill Bill. God, no. I hate Kill Bill. Really? Sue me. I just I hate it. I just, I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> I actually Quentin Tarantino's hit and miss with me. That is the accurate. <laughs> I watched Django Unchained. Oh yeah. I did not care for it. But True Romance. He wrote that one. Oh, he didn't direct not, it. Yeah, it doesn't count as part of his. Well, damn. Repertoire. Hmm. What else? Um. Huh. <laughs> but but uh, I would come back to Django and Chain to enjoy the shootout scenes. There's some really good sound uh, mixing in there. That is one every, thing. Every time a bullet goes off, it sounds like a cannonball. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, the acting's great. It Just that first initial watch, I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, I have learned to enjoy some of it. Uh, the Hateful Eight was really long and boring. Yeah, I've heard... Really mixed things about Hateful Eight. <laughs> and it, you, you want to know the weirdest thing? Hmm. The answer is Channing Tatum's in the basement. Yes, he's in that movie, and he's in the basement, and he comes out and kills everyone and wins. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Three hours just to come across this reveal. That's a very Tarantino thing to be like a haha. Then it was all he, for nothing. <laughs> he came back and re-extended it, so it's like four and a half hours long. And it still ends that way? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't bother with uh, that. Um, what was the World War II one? I like that one. World War II. One. With Brad Pitt. The, you, you, you'd be amazed how little that narrows it down. <laughs> World War II, Quentin Tarantino with Brad Pitt. Is it Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. World War II. The, the Bastards? With, oh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards, yeah. Uh, I like that one. A lot of people did. It looked fun. It was. It was a fun what if for World War II. Mm-hmm. You kind of wish that was the real story, but it's not. <laughs> um, anyways, Bullet Train. Number three. You guessed it. Spider-Man No Way Home. What? Oh, they re-released it. Because they're going to do that extended cut? Right. Is this the extended cut? I don't know. Okay. Well, good for them. Good job. Five it's a, million. It is a good one. It. Everyone loved it. It's fun. Number four, DC League of Super Pets. Okay. All right. Man, not making too much money. For DC, this is doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the Invitation is number five. Hovering at number five. People like this one. Mm. Apparently, it's got a really good plot twist. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just looks like generic horror schlock, but... That's what I would assume, too. <coughs> number six, Beast. Which one's Beast? That's... Oh, the Jaws on Land, right. Yeah. 
Be careful what you say here, okay? Okay. Number seven, Minions, Rise of Gru. Number eight, Love and Thunder. Thor 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it just it's mind blowing that these are the ones winning. Some of these were released kinda recently. So like Minions hasn't been in the top ten for a while. No, it has. It's been like It's been lower, floating. I guess. Um and number nine. What? <laughs> Jaws. Why? I told you be careful what you wish for. They re like <coughs> what actual assholes. They re-released it again. Is it the is did Universal do Beast too? Oh, maybe there's a theme here. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So you go, you watch the Beast, you're disappointed, and you go, Jaws was better when it was underwater. <laughs> Universal is known for their monster movies. Mm-hmm. This is how they began in Hollywood and became one of the big six. Yeah. That's why they have the uh, the Roaring Lion shtick. That's Universal, right? No, they're the Globe. Damn it. You're right. <laughs> the Roaring Lion is MGM Studios. Damn. And they're now owned by Amazon. Daddy Bezos bought them. Yeah, they don't. Ex- you don't see the Roaring Lion no more, which I think is disappointing. <laughs> Did you hear Elon Musk said Rings of Power is shit? This guy has no taste. He he named his kid. Guess who he pissed off by saying that? <laughs> Daddy Bezos. <laughs> he wants a fucking dumbass. <laughs> he he named his kid a math equation. All right. <laughs> yeah. And number ten, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Yay! Good for them. Nice. This was just weird. I can't believe Top Gun Mavericks number one. I can't believe it shot because it was like hanging around like number eight last week or something. Then you got Spider Man back in here. <laughs> Spider Man <and> Jaws. <laughs> so much nothing is happening that we need to fall Don't back I on. own Spider Man? Yeah. Why you... would I go to a theater to watch it again, even if it has more footage? I don't know, right? Like seeing things on the big screen. Like, when you have a big enough TV, the big screen isn't that cool anymore. (laughs) Do I have to buy a new copy of it just to get the extended version? Probably. I don't think that's worth it. (laughs) Screw you, Sony. Uh, it's the last (laughs) bit of news. The very last bit of news. It's Pokemon Pokemon time! Yeah! So, more stuff. It's just around the corner. Um... Two months away, which is insane how little we still actually know about anything. Um... <coughs> we got a new Pokemon introduced. And I'm glad they did it, like, right away. It was like, one day they teased the images of the, like, painted trees. And then the next day, they Well, revealed... in the back of the trees, you see the silhouette of it. Yeah. And then the next day, they revealed the Pokemon. <laughs> and it's Graffiti! Graffiti-eye. Like, like the eye-eye. Do you know yeah. what... Do you know eye-eyes? What's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! <laughs> <laughs> it's Brock! Uh, it looks fun. I'm going to guess. My theory is it's not going to evolve. No, I don't think it will. Yeah. Uh, it looks like... What's its typing again? It's normal poison. This is the first time there's ever been a normal poison type. They're going all out with this. Uh, someone revealed... I don't remember who it was. But they revealed that every generation of Pokemon... Uh, there is a direction to have a Pokemon that uses some sort of ooze on it. Like, Gloom's Drool, for example. Um, what about Grimer? 
well, there could be more than one, but there needs to be at least one Pokemon that's centered around ooze. And I think the theory is because it matches or like the guy in charge of Pokemon just thinks it's funny. I don't remember what it was. And this is their ooze Pokemon for at least one of them. One of the dumbest Pokemon designs. <coughs> and we can have a field day with this one. Mm-hmm. It's the damn snow cone. I like the snow cone. I think it's cool. So the first one, I don't remember their names. Vanillite. Vanillite? Yes. It's literally just a smiley face on a snow cone. Yeah. Or it looks like uh, an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Then it evolves to be a bigger one. Vanillish. Then it evolves to its third form. Yay. Where it's two of them and one of them has a straw. Yeah. And like... Have you ever... Cold shit pops out of it. <laughs> have you ever... Oh, hmm. Glorian Weezing would be part of that. No. What? There's a smog thing going on there, too. Yeah, they do a lot of, uh, like, like pollution stuff, too. There is a uh, humanitarian uh, Angle. narrative yeah, that yeah, they yeah. do tend to go through. Uh-huh. Um, no, so have you ever eaten a, a snow cone or, I mean, maybe a snow cone for sure, but an ice cream cone with a straw? Um. No. No one does that. You'd look like a psychopath if you did that. <laughs> I guess if it's like a milkshake or something. A milkshake? But this is two <laughs> ice cream cones uh-huh. together yes. with a straw. I like them. I like the idea that they're not based off of ice cream cones. Ice cream cones are based off of them. Like in-universe with Pokemon, they made ice cream because they were inspired by this Pokemon. I like that. Because there's also, like, you know, Voltorb and shit, you know? They didn't... Pokeballs are based on Voltorb. Voltorb's not based on Pokeballs. Voltorb. Voltorb. Vol. I'm... I am over... I am old. Torb. I'm, like, 27 or some shit. I am not gonna change how I pronounce Voltorb anytime soon. (laughs) And it should be Voltorb. Like, Volt. Yeah, like, Orb. I can't help it. Okay. I'm dumb. <laughs> I Ana- like another... I like long vowels. <laughs> another dumb Pokemon design. Klefki. Klefki is... I will agree with you on that one. Not a, a fan of Klefki. A fairy steel type. <coughs> God, and, I'm sorry. And, and you know, Klefki, when you think of a clef and a key, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to think of? I know what you're going to think of. An actual clef note. You know, yeah. like musical. Nope. Nope, it's just a keyring. Just a keyring. I wish they played around with it more. Like, technically, those things are arms holding. It's just holding its hands to hold onto its keys. I wish they played around with, like... The, yeah, doesn't it steal keys? Yeah, that's why it has keys. <laughs> it oh, just, it's klepto. Cle- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> klepto of keys. It, it steals not just keys. It'll also steal other things. Just little. It's just so small. Like Yanmas steals souls? <laughs> a lot of them do, actually. <laughs> there's also a very dark side of Pokemon. No, I think there's... I think Klefki's fine. My, my least favorite... I realized this like earlier this week, randomly. <laughs> I hate Cherubi and Cherum. I think they're stupid. They look dumb. They barely... I, they don't look like Pokemon to me. They are dumb. I don't like them. <laughs> No, they look like Pokemon to me. Nope. No. No. I disagree. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Getting into the thousands range here, 
Yeah, we will surpass four That's digits that. with this new game. It will happen. It's hard to... It's a lot of Pokemon. It is. It's a lot. It's hard to remember all of them. It's hard to remember which one goes where. Yes. Um, I remember mostly. Some of them I'm still just like, what were you? <laughs> like in the middle areas. Like, especially with the evolutions. Like, I have to sit there and remind myself Magmortar was from Gen 4. You know? Yes. And it, it was Magmar Gen 1, Magby Gen 2, Magmortar Gen 4. You know? <laughs> That's a more, yeah, that one in Electrobus. Mm-hmm. Weird lines. I always wanted Jinx to get one. Because Jinx got a baby alongside Magby and Elekid. Yep. With Smoochum. And I wanted Jinx to get an evolution, but they didn't. They should bring out more baby Pokemon. I like baby Pokemon. People like baby Pokemon. I like my useless, cute orbs. <laughs> Little orb monsters. They kind of are orbish, aren't they? <laughs> my favorite baby Pokemon. What's your favorite baby Pokemon? God, it might be. I really like Magby. I like Alec. I think it's Magby. Does Riolu count as a baby yes. Pokemon? I think it's Magby. I like Magby. <laughs> I like Riolu because of what he evolves into. Mm-hmm. God, I just love having... I'm replaying... Well, I'm not replaying. I am, but I'm not. You're... I'm still playing Brilliant Diamond. Yeah. I know, it's been a year. <laughs> I'm taking my time. I'm kind of waiting for football season, which is this weekend. And Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. I'm going to be playing a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> the war will begin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And... Uh, I've been playing Legends of Arceus. Yeah. Legends of Arceus. Now my personal review. I'm not even halfway through that game. No, you're nowhere close. <laughs> I'd say you're like 18%. I like it, but it's not complete. It's... Oh, I keep yawning. Sorry. It's, um... It's so different. I It's kind of... It's a lot like Breath of the Wild, where I look at it and I'm like, it's not really a Pokemon game. Like, it's a Pokemon game, but it's mm -hmm. not a real Pokemon game. Uh, in my opinion, Legends Arceus has zero replay value. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know why you would replay it. Yeah. You would just capture them all. It's, exactly. It's just like Breath of the Wild. I, you can't replay it, because the fun is seeing, the, like, exploring, and then once you explore, what are you going to do? What's the fun? There's nothing left. <laughs> yeah. Go through the story? Ugh. Not this one. <laughs> Not a good story. Uh, gameplay's fun. It's fun to come across Pokemon and run for your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when it's when you're just running past all the Pokemon. Yeah. That you sit there and go, oh, I, I've, I've seen the limit of what this game has to offer. <laughs> you do. You find it really quick. Mm -hmm. Also, lots of clipping. Yeah, it is an ugly game. It is very ugly. Which is a shame, because Pokemon usually goes for such a, like, a stylistic design. Yeah, each game is different. So, like, I'm willing, like, the graphics in Sword and Shield, I think, are fine, because it's not trying they're, to look... They're better than Arceus, yeah, which is weird. They go for more of a style. They're not trying to be realistic. Arceus was actually in development before Sword and Shield. Really? Yeah. Oof. <coughs> kind of weird, huh? Uh, it makes me nervous about Scarlet and Violet because they're also going for a bit more of a, a very realistic design all the way around, mm -hmm. which 
you know, I hope it looks good. From what I've seen, things look fine. It's when you're, it's gonna be when you're walking around, it's like, oh, look at that Golbat with two pixels. <laughs> that, that, I did see that. that wings up, wings down. Yep. Wings up, no between frames. <laughs> so, yeah, Pokemon's coming soon. I'm excited. Just a little trickle of info, like tiny little crumbs. Here's a Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> I expected them to do this. They... Was it Gen 6 where they revealed everything? Yeah, uh, X and Y. I was so disappointed. Because I was, I was keeping up with it. This was the first time I could. And then I got the game and I'm like, oh, they, that was it. <laughs> it's a very easy game to play. <laughs> it's so short. Kalos. It's very short. Yeah, Kalos. Fucking short as hell. And once they give you your Mega Band, uh-huh. that game's over. It is. One good thing. One... You just start pushing people around. It's also so linear. It, they will stop and be like, stop, go that way, do the cutscene, do the same thing, walk this way, you'll have to go that direction. There's no exploring. <laughs> no. No. Um. What was even the point of that game? Ah. Uh, they played with 3D for the first time. That, okay. Yeah. It was the first time everything had its 3D models, and everyone is all, like, pissy because they haven't really changed the animations for their 3D models in years. And it's the thing where it's like, guys, there's a thousand Pokemon. <laughs> Imagine having to give every single Pokemon four completely unique animations. One for, like, a special attack, one for a physical attack, one for when it comes out of its Pokeball, and one for when it faints. That's four thousand animations. And not all these, like, you could use the same frame like 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 rig for like the evolutions but you have to do oh you can't just transfer the same frame onto from like pikachu onto raichu it's a completely different shape <laughs> no you're talking about a multi-million dollar company i think they can dish they, out some money and they could hire some interns to torture but here's the thing it would take years and they don't want to wait years <laughs> when they know they can give us what they've been giving us and we still gobble it up <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered one last thing. Hmm. Uh, it's not Pokemon news, mm -hmm. but it's about the Try Guys. Yeah! They, yeah! So, I have expressed my love and adore for good cooking shows. Mm -hmm. And the Try Guys, who are on YouTube also, yep. they've been around for years, mm -hmm. uh, have a show called Without a Recipe. Yeah. And they made a spinoff that made it to Discovery Plus. Yes, it's actually aired on Food Network. Yes, it is a Food Network show. It's happening. They mentioned this like a while a year ago, ago that they were working on this. And no, you can actually watch it, the mm -hmm. first episode. Really good. Yes, I'm um, already in love. <laughs> the, the first episode is a good episode. Uh-huh. What Ned made was disgusting. Sorry, Ned. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. You have to watch it because you're just going to be revolted by the fact. And it won. I couldn't even believe that. Yeah. Um, watching them fuck up tamales is hilarious. <laughs> I'm honestly super excited for this series. It's going to be every Wednesday? Every Wednesday? I thought it was Saturdays. I thought it was Wednesdays. Wednesday. Oh, sweet. Okay. New episode tomorrow. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we could be wrong. <laughs> But then they had the unaired pilot. Yeah, on YouTube itself, which acts as like a mini uh, 
like advertisement for their show. It's a weird com uh, combination of their YouTube mm -hmm. version of it and the Food Network version of it. Yes. It, you could tell there was different editing used. Mm -hmm. Right? And I thought that unaired pilot was hilarious. It was really, really good. Yes. 100%. That, that one judge they have. <laughs> and he seems to be sticking around. Like, with judging, because he's also in the, the show proper. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jazz, because he's funny. <laughs> he is funny, and yeah, they make some calamities. I'm really excited. I like this. This is my favorite uh, series of the Try Guys, and just seeing them get, like, a full-blown budget with the Food Network to get one. I'm just uh, super happy. <laughs> I, I would say this is my second favorite series. What's your but... favorite? Keith Eats the Menu. Oh, yep. That's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> I've seen every episode, some twice. Yeah. I, I just enjoy watching him eat and judge other foods. He's very good at it. He is. Even though like, you can see him getting like tired of eating. Oh, it's weird. If, if you haven't seen the show, as he keeps eating, which this, what, it takes like three hours, he said? No, 12. It takes it's... him 12 hours to eat all that food? It, yeah. <laughs> So imagine sitting in a room or in the back of a van, mm -hmm. eating everything on the menu. Yeah. If there's a salad, there's a Cobb salad and a Caesar salad, mm -hmm. he has to eat both of them. Yep. And as he eats, it's it's akin to like watching someone get drunk because of just how much consumption. Mm -hmm. But he's still so good at like being a very good critic about saying the pros and cons about everything he's eating. <laughs> It's really good. It's, I like the Try Guys. They're great. We only discovered the Try Guys like two, three years ago. It was during the uh, the Pandy Wandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when, well, here's a fun story. I don't know if I ever told the story. Huh. During the pandemic, we got so bored with being locked inside mm -hmm. that every day we would do our own things. Yes. And when it came to five o'clock, we would brew coffee mm -hmm. and sit down and play video games and hang out with each other. Yeah. And we would have conversations. And those cof those conversations became our coffee break. Yeah. And that is the basis of this podcast. So mm -hmm. this podcast actually came out of the boredom of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you were playing uh, Persona, Persona 5. five. Yep. God, I hate that music. It's a uh, very repetitive music. Every yeah, time I hear a certain few notes, I'm like, I'm leaving. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't blame you. <laughs> and every time I win as Joker in Smash Bros, I'm just like, I need to turn this off. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> and then I was playing Link's Awakening. Yeah. So, yeah. that. There you go. That was coffee break. That was a good coffee break. It was late. Sorry. We were sick. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't get whatever the hell we got. Mm -hmm. I heard someone else, like one of our neighbors, I heard them coughing today. Ugh. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well, here's the thing. These germs get spread. You know, it always happens around this time of year. Yes. And what's happening? All of the kids go back to school. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. This even counts for you college kids. Mm-hmm. Because there are some nasty people out there. Yep. And, and you're going to start spreading these nasty diseases. 
let the pandemic be a teaching lesson. Wash your fucking hands, guys. <laughs> also, just stay the hell away from me. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know I got sick because of my coworkers. And I got sick because of you. Yep. So, there's only so much you can do about some things. Yeah, I couldn't avoid the coworkers. You work with them. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, come on, guys, take care of yourselves. Yeah, it's like they're the ones who got sick in the first place. Yeah. And then they just gave it to everyone else. <coughs> so, okay. That's coffee break. That's coffee break. Next week is episode 50. It's been 50 of these things. I know. It doesn't feel like it. Did you ever think that one day you were going to create a podcast and get the 50 episodes? No. Me either. Honestly, no. <laughs> Me either. I never... I never thought I would actually have a podcast. Well, here we are. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, after three tries, I got one. <laughs> yeah, through all of our trials and tribulations. <laughs> and then after uh, next week's 50th episode, we will take a two-week break. Yes. I'll remind you guys again next week. Uh, we might still tweet stuff, probably. Yeah, I'll probably be tweeting about uh, football. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably thoughts about like She-Hulk or whatever. Yeah, She-Hulk and all that. I'm still around. I just, I need a break. Mm-hmm. I get it. And not a coffee one. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to have some coffee that isn't on a break. <laughs> It'd be nice to open my phone and not feel like I have to do homework. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll be back next week. Yep. Okay. Well, guys, enjoy your September. Welcome back to school. Yep. Football's about to start up again. What does that mean to you? It probably means really nice, lazy Sundays. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. I am too. And, yeah, I mean, we got some really good shows going on right now. Finally. Took long enough. <laughs> I know. The doldrums are gone. Yes. <laughs> the dog days are over. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.